Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Live. Today we're going to do something different. Today I'm going to tell you a story. And this story is going to have a lot of twists and a lot of turns. And at the end, it's going to be primarily about how nature and how the medical needs of yourself can intertwine in such a way that sometimes Mother Nature gives you a nudge. Okay, so that sounded really weird, but work with me here. It's going to be an interesting story, and I very rarely tell you interesting stories about myself that are that much about myself. So let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about the story of the June bug, the ear, and my heart. So this story takes place in the middle of the night, around two in the morning, and I'm just laying there and I'm reading a book, getting ready to teach something to one of my mentees because I'm a mentor. And I was watching videos on TikTok too, you know, you know how it is. You, you multitask and it's dark. So I'm reading by the light of my phone and watching videos on TikTok and something happens. I get a whirring by my ear. And you know, in the middle of the night, if it's dark and the windows are open, sometimes that means it's a wasp, sometimes it's a lightning bug at my house that might have flown in. This time, it was a June bug, which if you don't know what that is, if you're not from here, it's also known as a May bug, and what it is is kind of a beetle, and it's about the size of a fingernail, depending on how big your nails are. Anyway, there's this whirring by my ear, and I decide, you know, I'm going to wave it away, and it just wouldn't leave. It kept whirring, so then I finally, like, swatted it. Big mistake, because the second that I swatted it, it went directly into my ear, and I could feel it, and I tried to catch it, and it went straight all the way down instead of me catching it and getting it out. It went all the way in my ear canal. Oh! And if you've ever heard the phrase, a bug in your ear, understand that that has a completely different meaning for me now. So I put my finger in there trying to get it out. And I think maybe that's what made it go further in. And I was like, oh no. And it was flipping and flapping. It was trying to use its wings to get out. And if you want to know about pain, having a beetle in your ear trying to get out, trying to scratch its way out, and only going further in, you want to talk about pain and a loud noise against your eardrum, this was it. And I didn't have any sweet oil. Okay, so this is that moment when I talk to you about the need for oil for the ear. There is such a thing as sweet oil, which in many cases is a pure olive oil, 
and then there's also mineral oil. Both of these things are things that most people in the olden days will keep in their, their medicine cabinets. And usually, I do have them in my medicine cabinets. But I knocked the bottle over last year, and I didn't think about replacing it. And this is exactly why you need to go through your medicine cabinets to make sure they're stocked well. To make sure. And I didn't. And this is yet another reason why we need to listen to our intuition. Because sometimes your intuition is trying to put a bug in your ear. Oh, but let's move on. So, what happened next? Began an adventure. So at this point, I can't get the bug out of my ear. I'm asking my husband, I'm panicking, put water in my ear, put anything in my ear. And we just can't get it to stop. And it's getting more and more painful because now the bug is also panicked. So he sprays detangler in my ear to make the bug stop. And no, this is not something you want to do. But the level of pain that I was in was very acute. Understand, I have a rather high pain tolerance. People say that all the time, I'm aware. But I once had a pull-out fracture on my inner ankle and drove my daughter to school after stuffing my boot full of snow and shoving the boot back on and then driving myself to the ER. Because, uh, you're not missing school today. So, yeah. I was like, you're going to school. And I drove myself to the ER on a broken ankle with the ligament just dangling. So when I tell you I have a high pain tolerance... I have a high pain tolerance and this was some pain that I could not bear so into the battle wagon we went into the giant truck straight to the hospital and for those of my friends who don't know about the American medical system and billing yeah there was no we were calling an ambulance one it didn't call for an ambulance and two we wouldn't have paid for it anyway we would have gone into the truck also the urgent care was closed or I would have gone there first so straight to the ER we went and we waited for about maybe 20 minutes uh, to be triaged because it's 2 in the morning things happen, they're full so we had to wait to get triaged we got triaged and thus began the third retelling of the bug in my ear because I told the greeter, the screener um, person and I told the receptionist And then I told them. So we get into the triage and the nurse is like, well, what do you mean there's a bug in your ear? And I'm telling him there's a bug in my ear. He's like, okay, well, maybe it just feels that way. No pretty sure there's a bug in my ear he looks in there there's a bug in your ear yes yes I I concur there is a bug in my ear so now we begin this 
over an hour long adventure of trying to get the bug out of my ear. The attending doc is trying everything she can. She's dug in there. She's used all this equipment. She's used oil. She's used forceps and tweezers and a suction machine and all the wonderful things that I will save you all the lovely um, thoughts of. She even poured oil in there. Uh, did I say that? I think I did. She did it twice. She's used a wash. Try, try to pressure wash that sucker out. It just wouldn't come out. And at this point, it was almost an eerily impossible task because there was no reason for me not to be able to get that bug out for all the different interventions and ways that she tried to extract it. So then they said, okay, well, we're going to put you into twilight, into anesthesia, so we can remove this bug because you're in too much pain and everything's too bothered. You know, everything's too inflamed now. And it will cause you a great deal of discomfort and pain if we try it without doing this. So that's what we're going to do now. But first, we're going to do a quick little EKG just to make sure that you know you're in tip-top shape to be able to get this done. And that, my friends, is where a three-day vacation in the hospital began. So then they do the, the EKG and they take all the readings and they take all the blood and everything because it's standard because this doctor is really thorough. And while all this is going on, they decide to call the ENTs, which is ear, nose, and throat doctors, in case you don't know. And we're waiting, and then the doctor comes up, the attendant comes up and says, I have bad news. And I said, oh no, you're going to tell me that, that the bug can't get out. No, 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 that's not it. We're afraid that if we put you to sleep, we can't get you to wake back up. You might not wake back up. And that is when I found out that my thyroid doesn't work and that my heart is doing the cha-cha slide. You see, I had been gaining weight, but I had reduced my caloric intake many, many times over and it just didn't seem to be doing any good. I had been exercising and it hadn't been doing any good. Well, now the mystery was getting solved. Apparently, my metabolism wasn't working properly. And my heartbeat was very disturbing. It had its own rhythm. Not quite a cha-cha, but not quite a bossa nova. But something was going on because it was not making any sense whatsoever. And sometimes it decided to skip. And I'm like, okay, this is not what I came for. Can we get the bug out of my ear and deal with the heart later? Um, and that's when I got admitted. So, for three days, I was stuck in the hospital and they ran every kind of test you can think of trying to figure out what else was going on. But they did eventually get the bug out of my ear, but it wasn't until about two minutes after the attending finished telling me I was going to stay. Then the ENT comes in and they work on me and they get it out. They had to use a nosebleed kit. Oh, and wow. Now, while I'm in there, they start to run all these different tests on my heart. And I'm going to tell you, 
I'm one of those people that has always, always been in the hospital or been back and forth to the doctor because of my chronic conditions, chronic asthma, among other things. And when I was younger, well, we won't get into too much of that, but let's just say I was behind a lot of plastic a lot of the time. And some of the drugs they give children now, I had them first. And a lot of drugs I had when I was younger, they won't give children now. So let's just say I got to be the guinea pig on a lot of experimental medicine because I was just that sick. That being said, I was not really prepared to actually have to get an echocardiogram in the hospital. And it's true that my doctor always wanted me to have one, but I kept avoiding it because as many people in the African-American community here are rather adverse to doctors, I kept putting it off. I was not going to do it anytime soon which was foolish on my part, and I probably would have continued to put it off had this not happened. So, let's talk about radiation. So, we go in there, and I'm being transferred from one hospital to another hospital, and then from that hospital to back to my hospital. And by the way, I had really great EMTs, two of which were six foot eight and six foot three. So I'm like, um, I am not short. I am of average height, but you all are making me feel kind of, kind of untall. I'll leave it at that. But that was quite a sight to look up and say, hey there. Wow. Hi. (laughs) So there's trees. (laughs) There's trees, there's ants moving me around, you know, there's ants, so they make me feel like a hobbit, so obviously you are an ant, but I'm just saying, (laughs) okay, okay, random reference, but I get there, and they do this, and they take me to the basement, and they're like, oh, we're taking you to nuclear medicine, um, nuclear medicine, nuclear medicine, and they're doing all these tests, and then they tell me, oh, are you going to Canada anytime soon, and I'm like, well, not right now. You see, when you live in in Michigan, especially in the Detroit area, people run across to Canada like you're running to the store. I mean, it's it's a thing. And except for the global conditions. And then I said, well, no, not right now. Why? And they said, because if you do, you might read a little warm for a couple of days. And I said, well, why would I read warm? Because of the machine? Oh, no, it's not the machine. It's what we put in you. Okie dokie, smokey. So (laughs) there you go. I'm like radioactive radioactive okay you know what i'm not getting a copyright strike uh, 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 i'm not singing that song but if you know you know frampton so anyway <laughs> is it frampton yes I, it is frampton so after all those tests they're like okay we've got good news and bad news i'm like okay i'll take the good news you don't have congestive heart failure thank you What's the bad news? Your heart's only at about 40%. Okay. Now, during all of this, I'm like, is this really, really necessary? 
I just had a bug in my ear and this is just overwhelming. Can't we just go back to the bug? Can't we just make it simple? So of course, you know, I follow up with my primary care physician and while I'm in the hospital, all kinds of other things are going on that are not necessarily germane to this particular podcast and I'm not going to get into those other things. But now I have to take a certain medicine for the rest of my life. I have all sorts of things I have to do. I found all sorts of other things going on in my blood and other conditions. And none of these would have been found out had I not been forced to go to the hospital. And how was I forced to go to the hospital? Because a June bug flew in my ear. And I don't know about you, but we very much have the phrase, "get a bu- put a bug in your ear. That is a common turn of phrase. It is a common idiom here. And I was not listening. And sometimes I believe in the powers that be. And I believe in the divine. And sometimes if you don't want to listen, they'll make you listen. So this is my message to you. If there are medical tests and physical exams, even if it's an annual examination that you should be taking or that your doctor recommends, don't put it off. Because sometimes you won't be so lucky as to get a bug in your ear. So that's the story of the bug, the ear, and my heart. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it wasn't too far off our regular topic today. But I really wanted to share with you the importance of regular follow-up medical care and taking care of yourself because I care about my friends and we're friends, right? So if you enjoyed this episode, I'm glad. If it brought a smile to your face, I'm happy for that. Don't worry about me. I'm doing really well and I'm following doctor's orders more than I usually do. (laughs) Definitely more than I usually do. And I'm getting better every day. And that's what we can do, is try to be better people every day. Sometimes, though, after 50, maybe not so fast with the getting better, but getting better definitely. You know, I'm not even middle-aged for most of the people in my family. Most of the people in my family live over 100 years old. So I've got a lot more stuff to learn and a lot more things I need to be listening to. But no one knows how long that will be and how many things those will be. But I've definitely learned the lesson and I've definitely learned to listen a little bit more. Because if it was a bug this time, who knows what it'll be next time. But I will give you this in passing and in closing. When I got home after this whole adventure, I, I wound up in the, uh, the the bathroom and I was doing my hair and I was like, whew, I guess I better listen from now on. And I looked down as soon as I said it and what did I see? I saw a very tiny grasshopper sitting right in front of me. This is in my house. This is in my house. There was a grasshopper right there looking at me just as calm as you want to be and as you know or may not know grasshoppers are usually good luck especially at the start of a a venture or a project so I think I got my message and hopefully you did too from this particular episode I'll see you next time here on my magical cottagecore life